0: Have you seen the new Venom trailer? No. Yeah, you're not missing anything. I mean, maybe you're I missing don't, something. I
1: don't I don't. know any stuff.
0: You don't know any stuff?
1: No, you don't know P.
0: Have you seen the new Snake Eyes trailer?
1: Yeah. You have? What did you think? It looks kind of bumpy in the road.
0: <laughs> it does look a little it bumpy in the road. It does look a little bumpy. Well, it's taken them a long time to get the.
1: It doesn't do harmish anything.
0: No, it doesn't do harm to anybody. But it it has taken them a little time to get it off off the ground. You know, it's it's it, that property that IP has been Where gestating for some headphones? time. Headphones. Oh, you need headphones. These ones are kind of big. You put these guys on. Sweet Tooth. Have you seen the Sweet Tooth trailer? The show's coming out on Netflix. That's the Jeff Lemire comic book. They turned it into a show.
1: Comic book. I don't think. So. So it doesn't do to Mike busting mic.
0: You don't like comic books? No. Why not?
1: Because mommy gave them away.
0: Mommy gave the comic books away? Yeah. Oh, shoot.
1: You like poop inside the microphone.
0: I pooped inside the microphone? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Sometimes you got to poop inside a microphone.
1: Don't poop. In computer.
0: Don't poop in the computer, just the microphone. And remember, at the end of the day, kids, it's what?
1: Just fiction. That's right,
0: my man. Let's start the show.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, stop right there. Listen. <laughs> ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton, me. go to No!
0: Cowabunga. Friend of mine? I am... Have... Welcome to comic-cons a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us my name is nick stevens and i am your host but in a way aren't we all watching the bad batch that's right kids the bad batch the animated star wars show on disney plus your boy here papa stevens i gotta confess i was not initiated and i slept on this man i was sleeping on the street waiting on a prayer, waiting on a friend, waiting for someone to shake me out of my apathy and go, Nick, you son of a bitch. Just watch the damn show. And I did. I watched like, I think the first three, the first one was like an hour and 15 minutes it was solid. And I'm loving it, and and I don't know, man. Maybe I maybe I just wasn't feeling it because I I wasn't into the Clone Wars. I wasn't initiated, you know what I'm saying? And I don't need a map, you know what I'm saying? I know my Star Wars lore. I even read the comics. More on that in a little bit. But goddamn, this show was great. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry I slept on it. The characters are great. The world building is great. We get to see a young fennec, a young fennec, as in Ming-Na Wen, you sexy motherfucker. Oh my God. And a Tano? Didn't know much about it, because again, I wasn't watching the Clone Wars like that. I've seen the highlights. It's okay, kids, you don't need to email in. I've seen the highlights. I've seen all of season seven, and I think that's really all you need to want really to watch if you're not a fucking saying. Unless you just love Anakin so much, a la James Powell not hate not shade i'm just saying there's different strokesies for different folksies and uh man disney really just put it all together the world building is great The characters that'll suck when she's on that spaceship that's hurtling towards a planet at the end you know and her and rex are making their getaway she's fending off the the clone soldiers the stormtroopers you know with the double lightsabers after she's let darth maul loose to be a diversion she's jumping from ship particle to debris to something on fire in midair she's just a badass and it pulls in the heart seas when you see all the helmets of the people that were once her people like her soldiers you know and they had her like markings on their helmets darth vader shows up that takes us right in the bad batch order 66 order 66 the younglings the jedis they're being hunted down i'm fucking loving it i'm fucking ba ta da you know what i mean it's so good it's so good um i don't know what else to say about it it's got me i mean i already kind of started watching some rebels before and then fell out again now i'm gonna go back into rebels and watch that grown ass do her thing i gotta see her do her magic Something about that Ahsoka Tano and I don't know if it's Rosario Dawson portraying her in Mandalorian that's just piquing my interest to the max. I'll save by the bell, where they used to all hang out and tell secrets and make fun of Screech, rest in peace. But it's just pushing it to the max, kids. Pushing it, pushing it, and doing it and doing it and doing it well, licking the lips if you know what I mean. A show that I have also been watching, and quasi-finished, and by finished I mean I did a little bit of fast forward <laughs> Jupiter's Legacy. Kids, if you're initiated, you know the comic is a good one. Written by famed Mark Miller. Uh, drawn by, I think, Frank Quidley? Quitely? 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 Anyway, the comic was great from what I read. Had to stop reading it because it had a hellish release schedule. I mean, I'm serious. Like By like issue four or five, back in 2014 or 13, these things were coming out like every other six months it was horrible like i think it had something to do with the art or the or the right i can't i can't remember i can't remember if mark millar finished it and then he was waiting on the art you know again he was waiting on a friend you know or waiting on someone to shake him out of apathy um but yeah so the release schedule was all jacked up the comic book stores were like we're so sorry it's too much none is too tiny but uh so i fell off and um years and years later here we have a show and i'm like okay all right i'll check it out and uh i don't know what it is about the netflix superhero shows man but uh it's slow it's kind of slow like they they all want to give you an hour of content each and and i think that's great but then i think we see like other shows that give us the same kind of shit like the boys and those don't feel as slow to me maybe because they're less episodes but then again this was eight jupiter's legacy was eight and there were a few good there's some cool shit like and if you don't if you haven't read the comic you don't need to read the comic to to enjoy the show but the comic is very different the comic is grittier it's bloodier um it's definitely darker and the story's taking a different turn here but again if you like shows about superheroes specifically families that are superheroes you know and uh and learning like learning about a a, a a set of parents and what they do how they navigate the waters of dealing with their children who have superpowers, and what those children grow up to do with those powers it, it's an interesting premise you know is your kid going to grow up to be a cocksucker or an asshole is your daughter going to grow up to be a real bitch you know who knows you know and with great power comes great what you're goddamn right i don't know man i just was not feeling it and i had to fast forward a lot and i don't know if it's the acting or the pacing of the story or not but This one kind of blew me a little bit, you know? And I'm just getting to the point, and I I don't want to say this out loud, but I'm wondering if it's superhero fatigue. We just finished Falcon Winter Soldier. We witnessed Falcon become Captain America, and I wanted more. Six episodes wasn't enough, and the episodes that were under an hour needed to be pushed to the max again with Zack and the gang. I don't know, man. Does Marvel have the keys to the castle? You know? I'm excited about Titans coming back in July or June or July, But if I recall, even the pacing on some of those episodes is a little drab. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just being, if I'm just genetically engineered all of a sudden to just like what I like and not like what I don't like. But uh, The Jupiter's Legacy, so slow. If you want something in quick bursts, and it's not my new podcast, Orgy of Sound, (laughs) you should check out Love, Death, and Robots. They're all little short vignettes. And I think I talked about season one a couple years back when it came out. Loved it. Um, Season two is out now. It's not as many episodes, not as many shorts, but the ones that I saw were fantastic. There's one about Santa Claus and he's not really Santa. He's more like this creature from another planet, dimension, whatever space. I don't even know what. Um, And he's essentially like, he's essentially like telling the kids in the middle of the night if they're good or bad, you know? And he coughs up this fucking present and it's covered in like mucus and slime. And he tells the kids, oh, good, you know? And the girl, little girl at night's like, what would happen if we were bad? You know, it's like a horror take on Santa, but not quite the full-fledged, like, Krampus. Like, it was legitimately giving them presents. And and even the little boy was like, got his little toy rifle, you know, like a Christmas story. and was like, it's exactly what I wanted. Um, Really cool animation, really cool stories, original stories. Makes me wonder, like, why can't they make movies like this? Or give us more shows, give us more content like this, you know? Where it's not something based off a comic or based off something we've already seen.
1: I like it!
0: Some of you are probably wondering, hey, you're a proud papa. You're you're doing stuff with the baby Z. You got the you got your smoke show of a wife, you know, you're a working man working at the Hall of Justice every day. How are you finding time to watch all this shit? Well, you said it, kids. I'm at the Hall of Justice, okay? I'm back on the train. Back on the train and I got time now. I got to commute now. So I got time to download stuff the night before and watch it on the train on the way in or watch it on the way home. Uh, I'm catching up on some things, kitties, you know? I've even started watching The Handmaid's Tale with the wife, you know? And we're, we're still going strong on that every night before we go to bed. And let me tell you, it's so bleak. It is the bleakest, darkest show I think I've ever seen Um, in the sense that it gives me so much anxiety and you think something's going to turn around at any moment, you know, and things are going to get better, you know, for June and all the handmaids out there who are being oppressed and held down and raped. And just when you think something might, someone might escape or something might, some kind of hope might peer in through a window, it's snuffed out in an instant. (laughs) We're, We're almost done with season two right now. And it's, um god damn and it triggers me like i find myself like yelling at the screen like oh come on like i get that it has to be a taught thriller and a taught drama and i get that it's based on a book and i get that even all these horrific things that are happening in this book have relevant corresponding instances to our own history you know none of this stuff is new that's happening right because religious people come crazy you know what i'm saying we have plenty of instances and examples throughout her history to show that i get all that but i say despite all that if sarah connor (laughs) was in this show she wouldn't spend the day moping around in a room she'd be doing some push-ups and getting fit for battle she would have fucked up so many dudes granted she hasn't seen john connor in months much like june hasn't seen her hannah but that wouldn't stop her from fucking up some people on the way out god damn and I know it's not that kind of book and I know it's not that kind of show but god damn I just need some comeuppance Like I can watch dark, I can watch gritty I can watch miserable shit happening to good people right? as long as I know those bad people that are doing said horrible things to the good people are going to get their comeuppance they're going to get what's coming to them the good people are going to get their payback you know what I mean and it kind of triggers me (laughs) I think I can finally say that I'm uh, I'm almost 39 and I'm getting triggered by a show that came out in 2017. You're pooping! Oh Lord! I mean, even Angelina Jolie got to set a bad guy on fire by letting him burn alive in a forest fire in her new movie. If you don't know, you googs. Wasn't a bad flick, by the way. Not a bad little watch. I might as well just put this out there, okay? But Phil Eisinger, okay, who played Detective Culpepper on the show Gotham that came on Fox, uh, reached out to the show, and he's gonna be coming on our podcast in June at the end of June. So we'll have our first uh, numero uno primo Hollywood guest, kids. And uh, so that's exciting. so that's that's part of the reason for the for doing this little solo rank. I also wanted to read some letters. Because, once again, we got letters. Letters. We got letters. We got letters. 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 That door needs some WD-40. Alright, from Davey Pickens on Facebook. He says, how many of your listeners, dude? Best movie action figure lines. Aliens. Predators. Jurassic Park. Batman. I mean, who doesn't love that Toy Biz X-Men line from 2000? Uh, Davey, thank you for the message. First off, listeners depends uh we have about anywhere between 350 to 400 and change subscribers okay from apple but i don't know how many actual total listeners we have if you circle if you loop in spotify and anchor and all other platforms i got a guy jumping on the bed now uh as for the topic That's a great fucking topic. I mean, I would love to do a whole show based on toys. I just got my Ed 209 from Big Bad Toy Store in the mail today. And I'll be posting a vid about that guy at some point in the future. Um, But yeah, that's a great idea for a show. So thanks, Davey. I think we're going to do it. I wrote it down. Uh, I'm going to circle back to it. We're going to get to it. That's a great idea for a show. And comic if you're listening, if you want to throw out any of your thoughts or if you want to just shout out some of your favorite toy lines do it now and I'll write those down and we can talk about them on the show that's a great idea uh from Daniel Christ 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 not sure why but your cover art looks very British to me I don't know what he said mean by cover I'm assuming he means because it's a Facebook message he means the podcast art and that's from the uh James Callahan the very talented James Callahan aka Barth Comics uh thanks Daniel I appreciate that I don't know I don't know how that looks British but I'll take it um and I'm, I'll pass it along to James I'll, maybe he'll agree maybe he'll disagree I don't know I mean British is good you know Alan Moore uh, Dave Gibbons I think um, I don't know any other British artists British artists like, does Alan Moore draw I think he just writes I don't know just email to comic cons podcast gmail.com if you know Oh, also I was tagging a post on Instagram let's see at comic verse another dc universe underway with black superman kal-el not val zell from earth 2 but maybe calvin ellis president and kal-el created by grant morrison uh yes people have been losing their minds about this i don't know if you've heard about this kiddies but you probably have if you're initiated or even if you're not you've been catching wind about the michael b jordan rumors about a new superman movie a black superman movie and apparently they thought it was going to be based on val zell or val zod i have no idea who the fuck that is anyway or calvin ellis again no clue um but apparently it's just it's kal-el and people are outraged people are pissed that it's a black kal-el a black clark kent uh at detective petro pietro why can't they restore the snyderverse instead of making movies we don't want to watch again with the snyderverse if i've said it once i've said it twice
1: don't waste my motherfucking time
0: but seriously who the fuck why are we so obsessed with the snyderverse thing What's wrong with getting another Superman movie? A different interpretation of a Superman movie. I don't know. Uh, At Dean Howell, Warner Brothers obviously have no idea what they're doing. We want Henry Cavill. Hashtag Henry Cavill. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I want another Hank movie too, you know? What? Not you, Hank. Hank Cavill. Fuck you. But it's not the end of the world if we get a different guy. I don't know. At Marvel Fans 2-3, Quick Disney by DC Quick. (laughs) Yeah. that's great because because Disney really I mean like I said with the Bad Batch the Star Wars and the Marvels they got it together okay DC kind of struggling they they struggling like a June trying to break out of Gilead if you don't know you could uh, look kids it's not the end of the world okay it's just another interpretation let's see what they do right Hank will always be my guy. He's always going to be my Clark Kent, my Superman. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't see more takes on this, this iconic role, you know? Besides, representation is important, you know? Also, it's comics. And uh, these movies are based on comics. And uh, how about you don't take it too seriously, you know? There's a lot of horrific shit going on in the world. You know, maybe focus on that, you know, put the same amount of passion and hate that you're putting into these posts about a black Superman and put it towards like way, raising awareness about something useful. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I mean, or don't, but just put it like in a positive. I'm not saying you have to like go work for Greenpeace. If you don't like the idea of this movie being made, <laughs> but just be positive. Like, I don't see why the negativity, like it, it serves no purpose. You know what I mean? Um, And yeah, I realize I ripped on Jupiter's legacy, but even that, like, I mean, I just didn't care for it, you know? There's a difference between just not caring for it, not being interested versus just shitting on something, you know, and being pissed about it, you know? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm taking it too seriously. I don't know. Comics are just silly, you know? Comics are silly. Yes, I love comic books. Yes, I grew up on them. Yes, Batman is very much like a religion in some ways, but I... Don't give a fuck to the point where I'm gonna start ripping apart something based on based on somebody else creating something, you know Like I'm fine with that. When they remade Point Break, I wasn't shitting all over it. I didn't see it, but I wasn't breaking it down like if somebody wants to remake Robocop again, I'll probably see it. you know I may not like it. but the fact that this that we're getting any of this shit, the fact that I'm we're getting a sweet 2 show, the fact that we're getting, you know, um, a She-Hulk show for Christ's sake I've been reading the old Fantastic Four run like the John Byrne run like leading up to when She-Hulk joins the team and I forgot why she has to join but the artwork is incredible and they start throwing her in the issues you know prematurely to kind of give you that taste and they even have some Avengers cameos and um, but comics are just fucking silly you know like there's a whole issue where the Fantastic Four go to the negative zone right another fucking dimension you know And Annihilus, one of their sworn enemies, (laughs) chimes in, like switches places with them and comes back from the negative zone onto Earth. And not only is he in the Baxter building, like torturing Ben Grimm's girlfriend, blind girlfriend, by the way, he has her hanging upside down from the rafters, her skirt's falling down, her pussy's hanging out. But he decides to answer the phone when one of Johnny Storm's girlfriends is calling the Baxter building, asking for Johnny. Like, hold on, you're a malicious, vindictive, evil supervillain but you take time to answer the phone in the Baxter building. (laughs) Like, shit's silly, right? Also, Fantastic Four. Just plain fucking silly. But I'm sucked in. I want to find out how Galactus is dying. You know what I mean? I want to find out If Annihilus is actually going to break out of the Baxter building and stop answering the phones. You know, I want to find out how She-Hulk joins the Fantastic Four. I could googs and Wikipedias, but I want to experience it. That John Byrne story arc and that artwork is just so juicy, you know? And um, and I don't see anything wrong with a black Superman. And I don't see anything wrong with a She-Hulk show. And I don't see anything wrong with different versions of our loved characters coming on the screen because at the end of the day, I want to get to those Star Trek days. Like I want to get to the days where we're all getting along, and we're all going through space together on on missions and exploring space and striving towards intergalactic peace, you know. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. et Hans Grubbs Hans Grub oh Hans Grubbs sixty nine. Have you done a show on comics you want to see adapted for TV or the big screen? Love the show. Cheers. Thanks, Hans Groob69. Listen, that's a great question. Um, I don't think we've done a whole episode devoted to just that alone. I know we've talked about like, oh, what would we, what would you want to see adapted? So one of them was Sweet Tooth. I never thought I'd see the day where I'd see a Netflix show based on a post apocalyptic setting where a plague is wiped out almost all of humanity an animal human hybrid children have come into the fold and hilarity and susan by hilarity i means i mean tragic i mean this this comic made me cry it was so sad you know <laughs> and the show looks like it's full of hope and and sadness and and warmth and fear and all of that at the same time and the fact that it's coming out like towards The tipping point of this COVID pandemic, you know, where we seem to be kind of getting things back a little bit towards normal, but other parts of the world are still in fucking mayhem. Um, I don't know. It's a little, it's a little right on the pulse, right? So anytime you hear about something, anytime you watch something, you know, where the world is either ending or in turmoil, it's, it's kind of reflective of the times we've kind of had to go through because we've seen the news, we've done the doom scrolling, we've seen people suffering. And I'm looking forward to seeing that interpretation, you know, um, but I would but I think if I have to say if I have to just pick one off the top of my head I'm going to say Saga you know Brian K. Vaughn Fiona Staples if you don't know your Goog you know intergalactic Romeo and Juliet star-crossed lovers have a baby their respective homeworlds are warring and thus makes them fugitives from the law and they have to go on the run and they meet these different characters and everybody kind of is infused with one another and and it's just crazy and it's an intergalactic soap opera that sprawls into a violent bloody just a crazed manic adventure Um, I might even say it's better than Star Wars there I said it (laughs) but that's a great topic for a show I don't have all the answers and I I think the Monomoto might have a few picks I think James Shuler might have a few picks you know I might have to also say West Coast Adventures I'd like to see that one day (laughs) maybe a Justice League Europe if you don't know your Googs. because again sometimes you gotta split that team up et dominatrix with an eight numero eight did you really grow up on a houseboat in Spain uh so about that (laughs) yes and no I uh I grew up overseas and I was I was immersed in a lot of different cultures because we lived in different countries I was a foreign service brat and uh I went to different embassy schools uh and we had different people from different countries at those embassy schools so it was like italians greeks koreans turkish kids turkish turkish delights uh africans uh, israelis and of course your standard american like military brats you know what i'm saying um and i wasn't a military kid but my dad was in the foreign service so we you know kind of went everywhere and i was in spain and i did stay on a houseboat but not in spain it was actually near the himalayan mountains um for a brief moment in time. But it's funnier, and for some reason it just flows off the tongue faster if I say I grew up on a houseboat in Spain. So, yeah, I grew up overseas. Um, and I like to think that that gave me, like, different perceptions of, you know, race and equality and acceptance and all that. But it um, doesn't mean I, I still don't say inappropriate things or make generalizations. You know, I'm a work in progress, you know. And I think I was just talking about this on another episode recently because – I uh, I make generalizations sometimes, you know? I say, I've said offensive things on the show and when, I, when I'm wrong, I try to admit it, you know? Promptly, if not, you know, down the road. But I am grateful that I grew up in that environment and I'm grateful that I still work in a diverse community, aka Moonbase, aka Hall of Justice. Because honestly, I, like I said, I, I yearn for the Star Trek days. That's what I want. That's my dream. That's my hope. I want us all to get, to that point where we're all on a spaceship, whether it's the same fleet or a different fleet, different races, different species, and we're all striving towards peaceful space exploration. You know, that's my dream. That's also why I love comics about superheroes. Um, even if they make a show on Netflix and it's not as, it's not what I wanted, you know, I'm still I still love the content because I love the premise. I love stories about heroes that focus on people overcoming adversity and oppression because at the end of the day that struggle is real right we, we all know that right um and uh i think all you have to do is put turn your phone on to see what's going on out there and it's and it's horrific you know um and it's hard and it's that's not what this show does this show doesn't talk about that kind of shit but i think every now and then it's important to kind of mention that having those those dreams and hopes towards perfect harmony you know is is a good thing right that's what we should all we should all want to be better right you know maybe you know someone could argue oh you're being too sensitive or you know you know but no i mean i think being overtly sensitive sometimes is not necessarily bad as long as you're not you know being completely crazy about it right i mean i'd love to buy the world a coke you know (laughs) and live in perfect harmony um because there's, uh, there's a lot of sadness out there too, you know? And there's a lot of anxiety out there too, especially especially with everything going on out there. And uh, I hope everybody out there is doing well. I hope everybody's doing, doing good. I hope, you, I hope you're all safe. I hope your loved ones are good. I hope you're, you're being good to each other. Um, and I'm going to get a little, little weird here, but um, my hope is that wherever we are, we can overcome or, or get over or get through what we're going through. If it's a hard time, if it's a, losing a, lo- a loved one, a- dealing with a loss, um, dealing with any pain or grief or going through any kind of hardship, I my hope is that we'll be able to walk through it, right? Because the hope is that there's nothing we can't walk through, right? Um, and that also includes depression or addiction or any kind of destruction in your life, you know? I'm very lucky. I'm I'm fortunate, you know, that any kind of shit I've gone through, I've been able to get through it, but I didn't do it alone, so I hope that if you are going through some shit, you're you reaching out for help. And um, I didn't I didn't even mean to get on this tangent, uh, but it's been on my mind. And, like, and then I was thinking about some other shit, um, because I say some silly shit, right? This whole podcast is just silly. I'm just saying shit because it's cathartic for me to ramble about shit. And i I'm hope my hope is also that somebody else will hear it and it'll make them laugh, or it'll you know make them smile. You know, that's all I'm trying to do is just bring laughter and joy to anybody that wants to listen to a podcast about RoboCop and living tribunals and ed 209s and T eight hundreds and green lanterns, you know? Um, so we don't really get too heavy on this shit, but, but a friend of mine, um, he's a close friend of mine and he's, he's gone now because he didn't get the help he needed. And, uh, I wish he had, and, um, I know that's a far beat away from the Star Trek talk, but then again, it isn't cause I mean, I wish he had a, I, I wish he had a bones or a Spock or a Kirk, you know, or a sexy Deanna Troy to talk to, you know, um, I wish he had reached out, you know, I wish, I wish someone was there to help him. I wish I was there to help him but I wish, I wish, I wish he had just gotten help and, uh, he didn't and, um, he's not here with us anymore. So, um. I thought about that long and hard too because I was like sometimes I feel really silly doing this podcast when I'm when there's so much shit going on out there in the world and, I, and I'm sitting here talking about capes and kryptonite condoms <laughs> and uh, but I don't know um, if you're listening and you like the show uh, thank you um, even if you hate the show thanks for listening and and, and, sh- and, 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 <laughs> and hating at the same time um, just don't lose hope no matter what you're going through um, and try to stay positive out there. You know, try to be good to each other. All right. Uh, random shout out: the Midnight Miracle podcast, probably my new favorite podcast. Although the format is kind of strange because it's kind of cut up, but it's got Dave Chappelle, Talib Kweli, Mo aka Yasin But the stories and there are great, and there's music. Um, the production, just as a whole, is just fantastic. So if you don't know your goose, you check it out. And they were actually talking about um, Amy Winehouse. Most Deaf was talking about working with her in the past and how he had wished she'd gotten help and addiction. And they were talking about addiction and depression and all that shit. So um, it's just a really good show. And if you if you liked Block Party, remember Block Party? Remember that movie, Block Party? It was a fantastic movie where Dave had a festival in New York and he brought all these bands and he brought his old marching band from his, his school in Ohio. Anyway, great fucking movie, Don't Know You Googs. I own it. I can mail you a copy. Uh... <laughs> It kind of reminds me of that, but it's like in podcast form. So check that out. It's really good. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening guys. You know, we're at like 330 some odd episodes now. And this show just keeps chugging along because you guys listen and you get feedback and it's cathartic and I love doing it. And I love getting your feedback and I love getting your, your, your questions. So thanks for everybody that wrote in, um, and tagged me in anything tag away right away. Don't forget at Comic-Cons Podcast on Instagram or Comic-Cons Podcast at gmail.com or just hit me up on the Twitter at Comic-Cons Cast and get vaxxed. Get vaxxed out there, okay? The more of you that get vaxxed, the more we can beat this shit and um, get back to some normalcy. I think we're already getting there, but but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get our vaccines. all right? And remember, whatever I said on this show, whether it was remotely benign, somewhat depressing somewhat aggravating or even somewhat somewhat amusing on a titty twisting level just remember at the end of the day whatever i said don't take it seriously okay because again it's just fiction well- seriously